Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast. <clears throat> I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. Real Sad Boy Hours in the chat right now and in the and in the show. Sad Boy Hours all over this place. I'm not even sad anymore. Yeah, it's past Sad Boys, Despondent Boy Hours. It's Shit Boy Hours. No. Oh. Whoa, crazy. Uh, joined by... This, these are the two I want to talk to after a game like this. Of course, it is Super Yaya. Hello, correspondents of Rapids World. How you feeling? We'll get into it. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, have, <laughs> there's not... I don't know. Yeah, we will. You're right. Uh, and then over on the other side of me, that side of me, it is uh, downtown Dwayne Brown. Hello, everyone. Soccer happened. Look at, how, look at you pidsed out Let's like talk that. About it. Yeah, I thought I would uh, put a little, little flag up on the fence because the fence is I, dirty. Why is there a big hole in your fence? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I thought man, the rapids okay. are a hole. <laughs> look, man. Rapids lose. 0-2 in St. Louis to top of the West St. Louis. Shut out now for four straight games, seven of the last nine. Um, I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. Um, it's simple. This team sucks. That's all there is to say. Like, There's nothing here. Things need to change. This is the worst team in Colorado sports in probably the last 10 years. That's including the Rockies. That's including the one in 11 buffs. Like, this team blows. Like, (laughs) there's nothing about this team that is entertaining. There's absolutely nothing you can hold your your head high on. That's nothing. That's that's such a good point from Texas Viking. (laughs) I love that. We keep eating at the restaurant even though we keep getting sick. (laughs) This is the Taco Bell of sports. (laughs) <laughs> hey, we're not going to do Taco Bell slander on this podcast. No way, Jose. Um, Why Jose, huh? Because it rhymes. <laughs> it's an idiom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going off to a great start. Four minutes in. No, Fourth dude, minute honestly, yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, dude, screw this team. Like, screw, These like, are my this team. Shows. <laughs> this team is not good from start. From. Right now, this team is not good from front office to the very bottom. There's nothing good right now about this team that's going on. And I and it's not and again, it's nothing personal against anybody in the organization, but this team needs to change and there needs to be things that are different here to next week. I don't know what that is, but this team is incompetent right now. They can't even hold on to the ball. They're making stupid errors. Like that second that second goal was all on Ronan and Maxu. No communication. Zero communication. Like this is getting out of hand. If you don't want to be out there, just say I don't want to be out there. And well, it's that simple. Well, clearly, uh one player doesn't want to be out there because they haven't featured in a while. And all signs are pointing to Diego Rubio out the door. Again, not featured tonight. Um, the migrating injury of upper body, upper, upper body, lower body, upper body, um, just feels like it's it's. Uh, I think the end is close, and I don't. I'm, I'm not the end of the season because that's really well, far away. The end of this, uh, whatever this is. Uh, there's definitely some players going out. There's definitely some young guys coming up. There's definitely. 
there's going to be some. I mean, it, the writing is on the wall. Honestly, in my opinion, I don't think we should even get flowers tonight. If you guys want to, that's fine. It's, this organization deserves no credit for anything at this point. Okay. Fine like, by me. <laughs> this team has been bad from start to finish. We try to give them the props. We try to look at the positives. But at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to matter anymore is the results. You need to get points. You're not getting points. And you know what's the worst part? You're leaving points on the field by being bad and boring. You're not just even bad. You're also boring and not fun to watch. You're not losing just games. You're also losing the fan base. Because you can't even entertain them, which is what this team is made to do. They had a screamer of a chance 26 seconds into this game. Um, Cabral with a one-on-one tries to go outside foot instead of another touch finishing with his left. And they did not have another chance uh, as close to that the rest of the rest of the game. Literally. 89 and a half minutes plus stoppage. Uh, they didn't even come close to another chance. Dwayne, my guy, you are quiet over there. What is cooking upstairs for you right now? <laughs> and not a lot. I mean, Galvan didn't try to kill anybody, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to for sure. Yeah, he should have. So that would have been funner. <laughs> Uh, it's, yes. I mean, I don't, I don't, there's nothing for me to, uh, oh gosh, we get it. You got a motorcycle. Cool. Uh, Giant if you guys didn't back. know, um, if you guys didn't know, Dwayne does live next to a uh, Dom Toretto, Dom Toretto, <laughs> Dominique Toretto and the Toretto family household. Yeah. yeah. Do you go over for barbecues? Uh, no, that's just for family. That's right. Not for neighbors. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, and tonight was probably not a great night to have the first uh, patio post game because I'm sure the fireworks are going to start going off, and I forgot about that. So let's go. But uh, hey, one thing that didn't have any fireworks tonight was the Rapids' offense once again. Um, uh, I don't know what to do about that. It's, I've, I'm getting like deja vu from last year, sitting in this spot. And uh, lamenting about it's the same thing over and over and over and over. Um, yeah, at least it wasn't a new Max, Cody. So it looked awful, awful quick on let's, that yellow. Let's do this right now. <clears throat> let's do this right now. Joint's neighborhood right is now. exploding right now. <laughs> um, I'm let's do this right now, guys. Who do you think was the highest graded Rapid tonight? And how high was their game grade? Anybody that got a five, and probably, I don't know. I, Anybody want to take a shot? Give me Ronin. Ronin has a 5.5. <laughs> Maybe. It's, a, it's higher than that. Ronin uh, and Keegan graded a 7.1. How? <laughs> Yarborough, a 7.0. No one else above a seven. The entire starting 11. For St. Louis, except for Watts, was rated above a seven, and Watts was a six point nine. Mikey, six point oh. Leva, six point three. Beta, five point eight. Maxu, six point three. Cole, six point one. Just uninspiring performances everywhere. Everywhere. I, I want to chop my head off so bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I literally <laughs> want to chop it off and just be over with. That's that's. Let's not go that far. We still have a lot of shows to fill this season. You guys are gonna have to handle it. Like, I this is how bad it is. I rather wear my purple than my burgundy because it's less embarrassing. Dang, bro. I mean, this is okay. You Old guys, statement. you guys know better than I do. So I want to pose this question, and I, you guys will probably have the answer. But is this where does this rank in the worst rapid seasons? And granted, it's only about halfway done, but. <laughs> I think it's up there with Anthony Hudson's worst season. Yeah, it's second to Anthony Hudson for me. The difference is I actually think this season might even be worse than Hudson, but mm -hmm. I loathe Hudson so much because mm -hmm. he's just 
pompous, full of himself, not all that talented and throws his players under the bus. That made me hate that season more. Whereas Fraser is a good human being. Um, so infinitely more likable. And it does sucks, man, because you do feel for Frazier. You feel for the front office. like For sure. You like you feel for those guys. And unfortunately, it's just not working out. And change needs to happen. And I know the comments aren't going to agree. We know those guys a little bit more on a personal level. But we're not afraid to stand here and say, hey, they're doing they're bad at their jobs right now. And there's no way around it. Like, they haven't been good. And that's the truth. Like, if they were three games away from being third in the – third or fourth in the West, even fifth in the West, you'd be like, that's harsh criticism. But they haven't been good. You're about to win the wooden spoon. The only trophy you'll probably bring home in the, in the next five years if there's not any changes. Honestly, they're so boring that it's likely that they'll like botch the wooden spoon on the last match day. But in the worst way possible, in a scoreless draw, and the one point will take away the wooden spoon. That's, That's the most likely outcome to me. I'd hate that so much. Honestly, I mean, I, I just I think we've got it locked up. I, I don't see any way we can not get it at this point. Yeah, I mean, Miami's gonna get messy, and that's gonna yeah. Help them out so Galaxy much. have too many games in hand. That's gonna get at least two goals, which is more than we are capable of. So Toronto's pretty. At least you're not Toronto, who spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. At least this is a cheap bad team. Cheap bad. Oh, I like I like uh I like Kevin's point here. Vance Joseph 2.0. Except here's the thing. I don't think Vance Joseph was uh smart at when it comes to football. I think Frazier is a really good coach, and I just think this team is a failed experiment. You know? And I don't think I just think the combination of his tactics and this roster was never going to work. Um, you add in the price injury, the Rubio injuries, all that. Um, and I think it's, it's Frazier out. It's, and I'm not calling for it. This is just, I just think at some point you don't score a goal in seven out of nine games. I mean, what do you, what else do you do? Coach is gone. Rubio is probably gone. A few other vets are probably gone. Call up Hanya, give him, give him a first team contract. Let him cook. Give Ollie minutes. Let Cook, give Ollie minutes. Give Bodry minutes. Don't even go and get uh, Edwards. Like, don't don't resign. Don't, don't worry about Illich. Save yourself the bug. Put Bodry back there and just let Rapids 2 play out the rest of the season. <laughs> let, just switch, switch. Rapids 2 is now Rapids 1. <laughs> they're young. They, they might not be better, but they're young, and at least you'll see if you have any diamonds in the rough. I mean, and that's the only thing you can do. Like, what's the point of playing these all these vets? I mean, they have some seasoned MLS players out there right now. What's the point? Like, like you're the worst team. There's no reason to be playing these guys. Sell them. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get full value. But get them out of here. Let them go to a winning situation and build this up with the kids because you have enough of them that it's intriguing. It's actually intriguing. You think Yappy, Ronan, Hanya, I don't know, like Bombi, Bombi, just like those four alone make me excited. Blake Malone, you bring in a, a Robinson Aguirre who's in the national team for uh, El Salvador. You also get maybe um, an Amadu, Chacon. a Chacon, Amadu. These guys that have shown promise, like let them cook. Michael Edwards, uh, yeah, why not? Anderson, like, let's see what they have. It's going to be better than walking around with whatever you have right now. Yeah, because here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. What's the worst thing that could happen? You lose, embarrassingly? Because let me tell you, this team is, this is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. On a nightly basis, they don't, they just, they look, there's no chemistry on the field. There's no connections. Passes are behind, in front, in the wrong place. Guys don't trust each other. They're frustrated and, and you know, gesturing hard after all those missed turnovers and passes and just – I bet you Jay Lou's on the way out too, honestly, as soon as that window's open. I think he's gone. Should be. I think a bunch of these guys are gone. I think the deals are already done. I really do. I think it's going to be like boom, 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 boom. I think, I think, so too. I think you're going to see – 
five or six dominoes clear pretty quickly. Wednesday is the day it opens, so you can see them all leave Wednesday through Saturday through Friday. Saturday, you're gonna call up Amadi. You're gonna you can't call up Hanya anymore. You'll call up Nagiris and a check go on, and that's how you're gonna have to play. I think you. I think if I had to bet on one thing happening for sure, it's that Hanya gets converted to a first team contract. That's the other one, Hanya. Like, I mean, I'm just makes a lot of sense. Because what else can you do? I don't even know. And that's and and when you don't know what you do, you strip it for parts, sell them off, and start rebuilding. Yeah, Bassett has been super disappointing. Do you guys want to talk about that? <laughs> no. You guys want you guys want to talk about that? Because I thought he had a nice about 15, 20 minute stretch that was like really impressive. Like he was on the left flank, he was on the right flank, he was dropping back to like a six eight combo and receiving passes and he's drawing fouls he was turning them over it was I, and I was like man Cole really got it really got it and then I and then about 30 straight minutes where I forgot he was on the field I think it's that leadership quality that we keep talking about he doesn't have it he gets lost in the game and that's how you that's how you end up being a bad team or not being a consistent player a lot of the set pieces were aimed for him, and I thought he got himself in like really good position on those, and those are effort plays. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love fireworks going off during this depressing show. My, it's my, so funny. It's such a funny on contrast. the mute button. I keep going muted, not muted, muted, not muted, and the damn motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Again. know what I was thinking Saturday before July 4th You were thinking it's hot as hell And you want to have a good time Because <laughs> you just watched I just it. wanted to sit outside I just wanted to sit outside Also, Matthew, Alex Ring is not going to do anything anymore There's no point yeah, I don't that, know. Move, that move should have been done As soon as Jack went down if it was gonna Well, be my thing is, is If you are getting in Do it in the offseason See where you're at But get you get, you got you can't add vets right now no, there's no point in distressed asset vets. You need to get these guys out. You know what I mean? Oh man, I don't. I just don't know what this team anymore. Like, I, really I mean, that show, know. that show Wednesday is going to be interesting because that's going to be our post game show for the Fourth of July game, the Portland game. Which are of we course, moving it to Wednesday or doing it Thursday? I, I would imagine we should game. just go Wednesday if the if the window opens and we can do a that. Game. <laughs> um, but that could be a really interesting show. I mean, we could be talking about some some major outbound moves, and and potentially the first home win of the season, which we won't be there for. Dude, it's just that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. I'm having my grad party slash delayed housewarming not, not party slash whatever. And I know that it's going to be the first Rapids win of the season. It's not. It's not going to be, man. You know why? Just for the one reason that they're not good enough. The easy, simple yeah, thing that I'm they're actually just not, not worried about that, Mitch. You I, enjoy that party because you're not going to be missing a win. I'm certainly not worried about it, <laughs> but that's usually just how it goes. <laughs> you know what sucks even more about all this. That what? Like, really hurts my heart. <laughs> what? That now there's rumors that Kronky's willing to spend up uh, two hundred million dollars on Mbappe. That's what you want to happen? No, like that's the rumor now that Arsenal is going to put in a bid for Mbappe, and that he's open when the to Qatari double. owner of PSG buys Manchester United, they're going to get Mbappe. I mean, it's already out there that there's that rumor that like. Kroenke's willing to open up the bag for Mbappe, and they already spent seventy-five million on Kai Havertz. Bro, that's going to be a two hundred million dollar purchase. Yeah, for the, one player. You think they won't do it? He has to taste the winning. He just doesn't care about the Rapids. Like, it's that, so funny when you like, really think about how much money it would take to just fix the Rapids. Right, we're talking about like a minor Arsenal move fee, right? Like a minor. Arsenal transfer fee for like a bench guy that probably won't play a thousand Premier League minutes next year. They will spend more 
on that one player than it would take to fix this entire roster. Honestly, you can even just loan him from Arsenal and you can get that. And that's going to fix the roster. You don't even do that. It's insane. It's insane. We'll send to the second division of Spain instead of taking him to your secondary market out in the U.S. that could help you out. Right. Like, there's... They just don't care. And again, I don't blame him. Why should you care? You're a billionaire that has full, uh, what, four major franchises? Like, four huge franchises all around the world? Like, yeah. that, like, why would you care about the MLS world squad? Exactly. Like, why would you care about the MLS? But the thing is that you're not just playing with the MLS. Like, you're not just playing with, like, another. For us, it's more than just a team. It's something we follow and care about. And that's what sucks when the owners don't see that there's actual people behind and not just us watching it, but there are also people working for the team actually trying to get things done. And when there's no investment, it really sucks for everybody involved because everybody just ends up looking bad. You look bad for supporting the team. You look bad for working for the team. Everything just looks bad. And then you just end up in this little shithole that we're in right now. Damn. I don't even know what to say after that because you're right. You're right. And it's um, lucky because I don't blame anybody. I hate calling for people's jobs. I hate saying that nobody sh- they, they should fire this person, should fire that person. But there's no results, and there's a result-driven business you're in. You're in a place that you need wins and you need goals. And not just for the Rapids. This goes for Arsenal, Nuggets, uh, Rams, and the Avalanche. You need results. You think that if the Avalanche would have been really, really bad, they'd still have Betsy? You think Malone would have survived this long if there was no good results? No. No, like, you think Mikel Arteta would be still in Arsenal? Sean McVay out in the Rams just because they like them? No, that's not how that works. They got results. They got winning. They got things to back them up. There's nothing up to back up the Rapids right now. There's no, there's nothing you can look at and be like, this team has been close. This team has been growing. This team is one step away, and you can't do that anymore because they missed their chance. That chance was 2021, and now they're not there anymore, and now you got to pivot and start all over, whether that be with a brand-new staff or that be with a brand-new team, but you got to start it from zero again. And it's going to suck, and we're going to suffer, but it's only going to take as long as Kroenke wanted to take. And if he wanted to take a year, it would only take a year. If he wanted to take a month, it would only take a month. But it's only up to him, and he's the only one that can put a stop to this. Let's talk about this next month because the Rabbits only have three games before the League's Cup break. They are home to Portland Tuesday, home to Dallas on Saturday, home to Dynamo a week later. What can we expect in that three-game stretch? Are we talking whole new roster? Are we ta- not whole new roster, but you know what I mean. Are we talking roster turnover? Are we talking new coach? Are we talking new? I mean, what do you do here? Like, what? What? Like, do you see a home win coming? I mean, you figure three games, you get three chances at home. None of those Maybe teams are world still. beaters. They're all better. <laughs> they're all better than the Rapids, but they're not like great. Do we see a goal, or do we go two calendar months in the MLS without a goal? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I guess is the over. So you're saying the over under is half a goal. July is half half a point, or no, three and a half points. And that point over on goals, under on points. Oh God! I think the same. Oh God! I think out of the next three, we maybe get one point. I think out of the next three, we get. I think, I think point, Portland and Dallas. Portland and Dallas are losses. I mean, if we if we play like we have been, like those are two losses, just without any. You don't need any analysis. You stack tonight's team up against those teams, they're done and done. Maybe a tie versus Houston. No, Houston's good. <laughs> mm. Well. They, they out-talent the Rapids times three. Even if it doesn't show in their standings, they out-talent the Rapids by, like, three. That's the truth. Oh, this is going to be such a fun little stretch here, guys. Do you – I don't know. So I had this thing where I always think that uh, 
Kroenke's fix for the Rapids is jersey sales, right? Marketing guy. Is there a chance that we just see the outbounds we expect and then a random, beyond random, either current or former men's national team player just show up in Commerce City this month? I sure hope not. I just uh, if this is what happens when it goes bad. This is when you saw Tim Howard. This is when you saw Jassy Zarda show up. Is they love fixing the problem with a marketable player. <laughs> it's like disco night at the Cleveland game. <laughs> They're just like, fuck this. I'm over it. My my neighborhood's all Mexico fans, so there's no Rapids gear here except for mine. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. I just see something happening where it's like, no, Zimmerman would be too good, Cody. It's like... Uh, you're looking at Raul Jimenez. You're looking at... You're gonna... You're, that's the type of player you're gonna be looking Pepe's at. Pepe's even too good, too, obviously. I'm just trying to think of, like... But then, but then like, Altador is too bad. So I don't know, like, specifically who I'm thinking of. You're thinking of, like... Well, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's bringing in a former U.S. Men's National Team Altidore player. Altador would be as a the manager. Most rapids would be the most rapid signing ever. Just yeah, here's an old guy that you can get an autograph from at the team party, and he's not going to be any good. I actually yeah, said that was going to happen. Most likely, everyone everyone got, <laughs> everyone got so mad at me. <laughs> Kevin, that's perfect. I, it's Bobby Trees for real. <laughs> Bobby That's with good. The issue that New England's actually using them correctly. <laughs> or maybe it's like Timmy Chandler or something at left back. Yeah. Something weird like that. Where it's like, oh yeah, that guy. He was a men's national team player. Cool. I don't know. I just it's I don't, I don't see this team. They're so adamant always that they've built this team. Right, that they they did find the the unheralded guy and gave him the chances, and all you have to do is just strip it down, because you have a lot of players that are MLS quality, but aren't that aren't bad enough to force a replacement. You know what I mean? We this is the thing. Do we keep saying they're either good enough, or has the coaching just been that bad? That's I mean, at a certain question. point, like how, how what what is the blame on each side? Shut out in seven of nine games. I mean, come on, is it come coaching on. then? It 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 has to be right. Like because th- this team it's is totally not that much different. Like, it's it's maybe it is Fraser. You know, we we've, we've we've talked about it being Fraser and Porig are not on the same page. You know, certainly the two, not. The two, certainly not. Visions for the, oh my god. <laughs> the visions for the team and what the squad are, are opposite, you know, and it's like I don't feel like Fraser is coaching up to style of players that we have on the squad. So you know, it's like if you can't do that, then this isn't the squad for you. And you know, he's gonna be the one that you know is gonna take the blame for that. This team squad. is this team is not much different from the 2021 squad. The starters are not that much different. You're missing Jack and Rubio, two big pieces. But I'm starting to think even Jack wouldn't have made a difference. You're missing big pieces from 21. I mean, we had Kellen Acosta and Jack, but Rubio. I'm about, like so Rubio, Rubio was are, there last year. This team was not that different from last Rubio's year. Rubio's not here this there. year, though. He's been, well, you he's had not. him last year. Last year, you also didn't do anything with this squad. Yeah, but we also, yeah, I mean, last year was also the same thing, just a bunch of injuries. You know, now the solution it. was let's 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 make it, Trust you know, good point. a bunch of depth players, and we have all these depth players, and now that's not working at all. I just, I'm just not gonna so. take that excuse. That's like the injuries. I, I'm not taking it from the front office. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna hear it from Fraser or anybody that, just, oh, we lost a good front office and a good coach replaces their players that they lost, no matter the quality. 
And I'm I'm gonna stand here and say that I think you replace some of these players with the same amount of talent. Maxu, I think it's about Trusty's level. Rubio, you had him last year, not much of a difference, and you had Giazzi. Like I'm just gonna say that that's no longer an excuse for me because they still haven't created anything different. I'm not saying injuries for this year. I'm saying injuries for oh last year. year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Again, I this just, year, I like I said, there. they just built a bunch of depth, but it's just bodies. You know, it, it's, it's like it's, you're saying, they're not at the same level. It's just bodies that, you know. There's just do no you, structure. Do you guys, uh, this is going to be a weird question. Do you guys know that role for sandwich account on TikTok? Where he, he uses Dungeons and Dragons dice to make a weird sandwich. Oh, yes. I actually do know that one. I just you don't know, know the name. Have you seen it? It feels like <laughs> this team is just like they rolled a bunch of random dice and they have a sandwich with like gummy bears and like some weird sauce from the back of the fridge and like pop tarts for bread and, and like pepperoni, and <laughs> pepperoni and it's just this like it's just this weird amalgamation of a bunch of parts that should not be a sandwich that's my uh weird rabbits roster take today um that's a good take. <clears throat> I have flowers to get. That's a very good take. That's maybe the best take of the night. Thanks. I get my flowers just to that of it take. right now. Wow, thanks. I deserve more flowers than that whole team tonight. Uh, here's my flowers. Are you ready for this? St. Louis City as an entire club, team, coaching staff, front office, ownership, fan base, stadium, flowers. Flowers, 100%. There's a culture there. It's a true team. Um, the fans are 100% in. The atmosphere is amazing. The stadium is cool. And they've come in and they're top of the league over halfway through the season. And that's cool as hell. It's yep. awesome. Yep. I'll second those flowers, man. They built yeah. something great. Everybody in that stand um, was wearing red, red and white. Yeah. And again, full flowers to that team. Like, I agree. <laughs> They create. They actually did something. They did things the right way. Uh, even if they were bad, they have a great stadium to sit out and have and watch soccer. And that's something you can look over at Commerce City. You can't even do that. Yeah. Like honestly, the Rockies are bad, but at least they have a nice stadium. Right downtown, where you can go exactly. get drunk before and afterwards. Uh, yeah, Kevin, you're right. Definitely flowers to the crew that always hangs with us. Yeah, you guys also deserve flowers. The Rapids don't. Rapids faithful does for sure. Man, it's going to be... If they lose this game, that Dallas game next weekend is going to be empty. If they lose at home to Portland on 4th of July, especially if it's as bad as some of these other games have been, it's uh, you're going to start seeing that empty full sections like pretty soon pretty soon Honestly, it's just all so bad july 4th is usually the uh packed yeah sell out yeah that's when it starts to empty out for the following games i've heard rumors it's not gonna be sold out i wouldn't know I mean, they're still selling tickets i'm getting emails that tickets are yeah, it's still tuesday going, so. i mean it's a tuesday yeah. weird long weekend people are probably already doing their trips today you know like starting today they're not coming back on tuesday to watch this garbage team um which feels bad to say man because they're not like there's it's just not the right collection they just don't click together there's nothing there's no chemistry there i think there's a lot of players that can go be impact by the end, like immediately for other teams this season, like for teams in the playoff race. Quick question. Go. You're the Colorado Rapids. Okay. Everything's going to shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing's good right now. Mm-mm. What's the rock bottom you think Kronky will be like? Oh, we got to fix that. What's well, they're the already thing- bottom five in attendance. They're wooden spoon. The attendance one is a little tricky, though, because the attendance it does come down to the stadium size. But they don't even sell out. They don't. But they do, like, it, it, it's a little tricky because it does come down to, like, stadium size. Because I've seen, like, some of the numbers and percentage. They sell out 
percentage wise more than other teams. They're like top ten, not top five, bottom five. They're not they're not bottom five, they're bottom ten. So it does help them a little bit when you look at percentages. Here's sure. my hot take. Um apologies for any explosions in the background. <laughs> there is no rock bottom. Whoa, that was so good timing. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> there is <laughs> there is no rock bottom. Kronky doesn't care. He bought the team for this much, and the team is worth this much. And until those two things equal out, which it's not, it's always going to be a great investment for him. Even if he's losing a little bit of money every year, the overall gain is still a gigantic balloon full of money. He doesn't care. KSC does not care about the Rapids. That's not going to change. It doesn't mean we could not win another game for the whole season. We could break records for losses and be the absolute laughing stock of MLS history. And it's still not low enough for him to give a crap. The dude did not even show up to opening day at his new stadium. He does not care. He doesn't give a crap. I don't want to hear about what a great job he does for the Nuggets, the Avs, the Mammoth, the Rams, Arsenal. He cares about those teams. He couldn't give two craps about the Rapids. I will I'm say not this. Put it I'm on not... the coach, the players, the front office, as much as I will put it on the, the owners for not supporting any of those people to be able to do the job they need to do. That is it. There is no bottom. It is the deepest dark hole of the universe. It's never ending and it's going to keep sucking because that's what black holes do. The yes. end. Look, the reason those teams are successful are the reason is the reason why I think currently this edition right now of this team is not successful is that KSE is such a giant entity on top of all his other businesses. He basically owns like half of LA around that Rams, like ev like everything around that Ram stadium. He owns, he has all this stuff going on. He owns the NFL films offices. He like, he has such a mega empire that this is a line item for him. And that's what D line has said in the past. And when the right people are put in place to be successful, these teams have all been really good. And, and generally I think, what Kroenke does best as an owner is find people in leadership positions that don't cost a lot of money. When they price themselves out, they replace them with another good executive coach, whatever it is. And they just keep the cycle going. And whatever happened in the, whenever like the line item reports came through to him from 21 to yeah, then cool. to now, those are, like, well, we'll see. We'll see because in general, he's very good at replacing those. But Will he do it now? In that, yeah, the flaw in that is that when other teams' leadership have done a good job, they've been rewarded with crap tons of money to keep their best players and to bring in new players that are awesome. There's also a draft situation for the other big teams that doesn't work for MLS like it does for other teams, you know. And then the final argument of that, whereas you see like, you know, okay, the draft doesn't work for soccer. Like we know that. It's, it's a different kind yeah, of, of ball not. game, you know. Now you see him talking about putting hundreds of millions into Arsenal to bring in players, and he's not dropping five bucks on the Rapids. Almost a quarter of our damn scoreboard <laughs> turned off on the last game. We're on Apple TV. Like, this is what the world is seeing. They're seeing your garbage team. Like, that. that's what you're saying. You're saying, I don't give a crap. My stadium looks like crap. My team is losing. I'm not supporting my front office. I'm not giving them the money they need to succeed, regardless of whether they're good. They were good in 21. They were good in 16. They didn't bring in a big slew of good players after that. No, those teams got worse after every year. They're not rewarded the same way that other KSC teams are rewarded. I it's will say that. I, 
I will say well, that like half 21. That, yeah, I, I will say that 21. I think it's the only year you can look at for that because that's when the philosophy, the new Kronk philosophy started. During that era, 2016, that whole philosophy of rewarding was not there yet. 20, but you're right. 21, they didn't give any money. They they actually lost players and didn't replace any of them. I will say that the only rock bottom, there's two rock bottom scenarios I see that could actually affect the Kronk to be like, oh shit, we got to start doing something. First one would be 4th of July is empty. Their marquee game of the year, and it's nothing there because he realized people actually care. And he, like, it's more of a, how is this going to look on me than I'm losing actual money? Because I do think he cares about appearances and how everything looks around him. Of course they do. They're, they're effing billionaires. They care about how people look at them. Second of all, it's, Every they get so bad, and he wins a title with Arsenal, and everybody's gonna point at the Rapids and be like, "They suck." And again, it's gonna affect his ego because they're gonna say everything's good, but that why? I think the only thing that's gonna make him reach to the point that he wants to met is his ego, and something about the Rapids has to hurt his ego. And I think that's the only way. Uh, yeah, I will. I will answer that with this, and Yaya, you you know, because you're an old timer as well. How many years, three or four years in a row, did someone pay to have an airplane fly around the stadium saying, you know, GM out, Cronky out? For multiple years, that makes him look bad. That would hurt his ego having an actual plane circle the stadium, pulling a giant banner to get rid of the GM, and he didn't. He I don't still think didn't that do it. His- like, I don't know. I don't think How that hurts that his ego. Hurt because it's not, not a national there to, thing. He's not yeah. there to see it. And yeah. it's not a national thing everybody's <laughs> looking at. If everybody sees you won a title with everything except for the Rapids, and they're actually the worst team in the MLS, I think that's more likely to see your, your ego because it's more of a wider net of seeing it than it is actually just the people of Denver. I don't think he cares about what the people of Denver think. But I think he cares about oh, what the mass bad. audience and I think he cares about a mass audience because they're rich I and they want to look cool. I think there's a lot That's of a good point from Todd. He don't care what people look at him. Just look at the Rams move from St. Louis. He but that was a money move. That. that was no different. look. Yes, look. It, it's so much simpler than all of these points. Is it's revenue? Even the best Rapids team ever is didn't make money. He's not going to pour money into the best team ever because when it was the best reference team ever, they still were operating at a loss, right? When the Nuggets win a championship, of course he's going to put money back into them. They just gave him stupid money. When the Rams win a Super Bowl, he gets so much money. And of course he's going to invest back into those teams. But the MLS operating at basically a loss for two-thirds of the team of the teams, you, he's not, no matter how good this team gets, going to st- heavily invest because it's a money drain. I also think it's kind of dumb. He doesn't look at it as like optimizing his, his portfolio. Right. Which he should, which a good owner would, a good owner would be like, it doesn't matter if this team loses money. Kroenke sports makes so much money. Arsenal alone is keeping all of Kroenke sports afloat right now. Um, And you think it would be like, okay, I can just put a fraction of this, just the smallest, tiniest amount of money into this team. You give any MLS GM $10 million to work with to go get some guys, they're going to find some guys. And that's like a fraction. Uh, like the tiny. They're spending 125 million pounds on Declan Rice. Plus a 75 million on Kai Havertz. And 45 on Timber. It's plus crazy. A 200 million rumored that he was willing to give to PSG for Mbappe. Like it's stupid. That's like that's that's not even a tenth. Not even it's barely a twentieth, or not Rapids, even a, not even that of what you'd actually have to spend on the Rapids to be good. The Rapids' whole payroll is like an NBA mid-level contract. Literally, the mid-level exception is twelve million dollars. You could pay, like it's insane to think about how much money he spends on his other teams and the amount of money it would take to fix this team. It is insane. It is so crazy how much money goes into those other contracts. That's why I think he doesn't care about winning. No. Right. He only cares about revenue. I think, I think he's just going. I mean, if that's true, 
and for the price of one mediocre player, he could build a juggernaut in the MLS, but he doesn't do it. You know, like he just didn't care about the Rapids, man. He didn't care. I he again he doesn't and it was a question more of like a brain exercise to me there's like two ways it's just hurting his ego hurting his ego is really hard with the Rapids but like the only way I can look at it is like he's won something with everybody except for the Rapids and that's the only way I can see that um he he can say he's got his title on his resume for MLS in 2010 so yeah but I mean like currently like in the last within the last even five years like that's what I look. That's what I look at more than I look at like. And again, I'm not saying it's gonna happen or it is happening because I don't know this guy. Maybe he just doesn't give a shit. But like, that's the only way I can look at it and be like some positive news. And the only positive thing I can think about it like right now for Rapids fans, honestly, is like the Cronkies are winners, and I'm hoping the bug bites him for an MLS Cup again. And that's about the only other thing. But going back to revenue. If you care about revenue, you can increase your club to be worth so much, not just make the minimum. LAFC is worth a billion dollars. It's cheaper. Like a billion. You could be worth $750, $700 million if you just try a little bit, put a fraction of what you're spending on Arsenal on the Rapids, and you're going to increase your value so much. And it just makes no sense that he doesn't do it. Even as a businessman, it makes no sense that you're not increasing the value of your property. And that's what you're like. It's increasing by itself. And as a businessman, you could also be like, if I invest a little bit more, not even a lot, I could literally increase <clears throat> so much of this property without even trying. Well, this was sure fun. Uh, <laughs> this uh, really put me in a great mood to wrap up the weekend. Uh, let's look ahead to Tuesday. You get Portland coming to town. Um You've already seen RSL come to town. You've seen SKC come to town. Um, is this a game they get up for? Do you think they get up for this? Do you think we see, um, you know, do you think you see anything out of this group coming on Tuesday? No. Fire, passion, ener- I, I, energy. I think it will. I think it will be the opposite. Uh, I think there will be like a tiny jump just because the stadium will be close to full. Um, but I think also those guys know that their friends are leaving. So yep. I got, I got a real feeling there's going to be like a, a, just another drain, like after max, you know, that's going to be on the shoulders of this squad, you know, do they score? So, no, no, okay. I, I can't predict any more goals until I see one. Ooh. Like I'm never going to predict another goal until they earn me predicting a goal. No, I just don't know how we're going to score a goal for our, for, for our strategy to be run the ball into the box, dick around with it for a while so that the other team can load up the box with defense and then have no shot whatsoever. Um, we're never going to score. Like that's, that's our strategy. And it, it's, it's maybe the worst strategy I've seen. Alan, you're not considering that players cost money just to negotiate with. You have to yeah. put in 125 million pounds just to the right to pay Declan Rice on your payroll. So it costs way more to run Arsenal in Premier League than it does for the Avalanche. It also um, gives you more money than any other team. And they produced 400 million pounds last season. So uh, there you go. Uh, Yaya, what do you think about this game coming up on Tuesday? It's a loss, 100%. I think they're going to be lethargic. They haven't won at home. It's going to be a bad game for the Rapids. Portland is good. Rapids aren't. They're out. The talent level is. This is the Rapids right here. Yeah. This is Portland. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of excited to watch Vander, though. I'm really excited to watch Mosquera. That's a guy you got to keep an eye out. Yeah, too. and Mosquera's dope, too. That seems kind of fun. And I like those kits. Those, like, uh, flannelly looking whatevers. Kevin, that's such a dad joke. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, guys, plug us out of here. Kevin ruined it. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to Mavalian. He was saying that he barely listened to the pod up for the first time on Thursday on Spotify. Shout out to you. Uh, (coughs) Love you, listeners. It's always fun. Uh, The Rapids might not be, but we at least 
try to talk about it a little bit. So we appreciate you a lot. And with that note, give us a five-star review. Whether you listen on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitch, anywhere you listen to podcasts, give us a five-star review. Drop us a like on this. Even if you're listening in podcast format, because it is a podcast, come back to the video, give us a like after you give the five-star review. Follow us on Twitter at DNB underscore Rapids. We do great content there. It's just always trying to come up with cool things to do for y'all. So, and that's about it from my side. Dwayne. Just hit that like button, man. Um, thanks for sticking it out with us. Uh, you know, it's probably going to be a lot of this as we continue throughout the season, but um, you know, we'll keep finding ways to try to break things down and, and it's always a better show having everybody in the comments. Um, don't blow your hands off with fireworks this week. I don't almost, uh, I almost, uh, I lost like feeling in half of my thumb after the Broncos won Super Bowl 50 because we were playing with fireworks drunkenly in the street. It was awesome. Uh, didn't lose any appendages or anything, but it was close. Um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't look now, but there is something behind you. <laughs> That's Yaya's yeah, yeah, dog for the uh, audio listeners. Um... <laughs> I got that dog behind me. <laughs> got that dog behind you for real. Um, let's see. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Get your diehard membership to the DNVR.com. Get that bar discount, baby. Get that merch discount, baby. Get that free merch when you sign up, baby. Get in the Discord channels. There's a wrestling Discord channel. There's and everything. Even soccer. the Rapids one. There's all of them. You name it. You talk about whatever you want in there. But only with the real diehards who sign up at the DNVR.com. Uh, again, no post game on Tuesday. Looking at Wednesday, maybe Thursday. We'll it's talk post game. We'll talk window. We'll talk all that. Um, and uh, none of us predict a win for Tuesday. We hope we're wrong. And more important than all that, baby, up the pits.